Alright, this is Bible Talk Walk. Man, sorry about the radio. Um, oh, praise God. So, uh, yeah, just uh, continue to learn and continue to grow. And um, Really, uh, I want to talk about where I'm at and uh, some cool ideas for glorifying God just the basic stuff I know, so, uh, it has to do with, uh, yeah, where I'm at, uh, gold back, and also, yeah, just, uh, any biblical connections there, and, uh, and then, uh, well, first barter, and then gold back, so where I'm at, spiritually, uh, barter, and then gold back, so, yeah, spiritually, where I'm at, and all that, um, doctrinally, whatever you want to call it, same, maybe not same, I don't know, so, both and, um, that's a big one, both and is a lot of where I'm at, doctrinally, spiritually, etc., etc., um, I think officially you could say I'm a poor Catholic, um, because, uh, I definitely identified in the past with Baptist theology, um, not Calvinist or, uh, Armenian, even though it would be Armenian, uh, I think it was Armenian or, yeah, uh, but there's a diff- not the country, uh, but the theology, uh, I think Armenian is the word I'm looking for. The difference, the Calvinist-Arminian debate. Arminian, there you go. Um, it's, yeah, it's the spirit there. Spirit of the law, not the letter. So, don't judge me. Um, so, you got that. Uh, not Bible talk walk. Alright, this is another one of those brainstorm Bible talk walks. Um... Just some questions I have, really, maybe even thesis statements, um, and uh, I do not want any of my information ever to be synthesized in a negative way with uh, AI and all that. Um, I think initially, my take on that is it's a load of garbage and unnatural, probably unholy. So, anyway, just disclaimer. Um, and I think in some way it's probably a violation of some kind of some kind of uh, right to privacy act or something. <laughs> if there was one, I'm pretty sure there is uh, different ones like that. So, anyway, yes, there you go. But. Um, I guess uh, the things I wanted to focus on were, um, I'm still curious about the Antiochian Orthodox Church, because the Byzantines say that they're in union. Now, that's just my local community, and by community, I mean pretty much people I could get a hold of in Michigan, (laughs) not 
people at, I don't even attend churches or anything, you know, because we're Roman Catholic. Um, but I would love if, I know there's, uh, there's like, uh, there's a book at church, I don't know if it's up to date though, that says, oh, these Orthodox churches are in the Union with Rome, and these are not. <clears throat> I'd love to see, and there's different categories, like, they're in Union, or they're, or they're just in Communion, the ones that are the most are listed then and so I'd love to get the name of that book I think it was an encyclopedia maybe. but I don't know if it's up to date and not to mention where the source is coming from for books like that you know what, what are the documents that the most recent uh, councils whatever those are the things I'm kind of curious about, you know, where's the Antiochian Orthodox Church at now? Or where were they? would be a good thing, too, to know as well, because if if they were previously in a you know, better position before, I mean, especially now, it's just maybe there's turmoil, I guess, in the Middle East, and so, I don't know, but I'm just kind of curious about that, um, and uh, I have not heard a good answer, it, people just say, oh yeah, there's, oh yeah, there's a, they say, oh yeah, there's a document, and that's like, okay, are you talking about Vatican II, is that, sure, Maybe there's like, but I'm talking specifically um, something that holds a little weight. What what's the what's the thing that holds the most weight? Is what I'm saying. Um, is, it, is it Lumen Gentium or the that? I guess sure. It, so far, I'm on like chapter three or four, and it, it just sounds like a bunch of offense, but it, it's very detailed, so it comes off as, like, really important, really good, and world-changing, but kind of flowery feeling, which is good, I guess. And I don't know, maybe, it, maybe, it's, maybe it's not good, because it's just not direct. It's not direct for the different specific, uh, and I think maybe it's supposed to be like that because, you know, you're not supposed to separate the wheat and chaff right now with the church until the end of time, I guess. But anyway, I was just curious because I heard they used to be in union, but, or maybe they're in some kind of category. You know. um, and then there was like another thing I did learn today that they were going to meet back in 2016, I think, 14, but they were, I think it was 2014, there were a lot of Orthodox were going to meet and have some kind of like official council and things, and so I don't know how that, 
matriculated, but apparently, like, the big dogs backed out, and maybe the Antiochian weren't involved. Um, and then there's also the aspect of, um, what do you mean by Antiochian? Because I don't know if there's different, maybe there's different interpretations on Holy See, or there's just so much turmoil, it seems like, in the Middle East, that, you know, who knows? I think all the paperwork's there, it's probably all solid, but honestly, uh, it'd be nice to know, um, and, and for there to be no corruption, you know, uh, but still to know at least where people are at, so they can kind of sit down and be honest about things, um, and, and to do that in a, a way that is not like negative politics, but just the church coming together. And I think, honestly, you probably would need a strong uh, leadership for that uh, on multiple levels. And looking at it, um, you would probably need non-violent aristocracy. But you might need some that are willing to be uh, direct. In, in communication, they don't. They don't have. I don't think they should. I, th I think they should try to not have any of the leadership being the type of people that are potentially violent. But maybe the people that organize it at the very, you know, kind of like Constantine, you know, the, the organizers. But as far as the people actually getting out to tax brass on things. Uh, they should definitely be peaceful people, you know, uh, and, but they could be, you know, very direct. I mean, look at St. Nicholas, you know, so, and God bless his feast day yesterday, and today is, uh, the, something to do with Mary, I think. I just read it today. In incarnation Day or something. Um, I, don't know, I should probably know. <laughs> but or it's beginning of that. Um, anyway, my main question was that, and I'm really curious about that. So I guess that would be my uh, problem if I had to like write up a full thought out kind of like independent dissertation on that and it'd probably be but what's the problem of all that the problem is I guess the problem is my own uh, experience seeing different worship and really wanting something that accessible you know because I, I was so close to being able to take study and finish my MDiv through maybe with the help of God quite literally they would lower their standards again right now it's not that they lower their standards that is a, that's false it's that they they have freedom um, in organizing yeah I, I was one well the president thought of it but and 
really you could give the credit to a OAC or OCA uh, monk The idea ultimately probably came from God to, to even have an Because um, a lot of these places they just supersede that with the doctorate, which is great, but um, or with it, just having a, a master's and a straight doctorate. Because when you get with them dibs, uh, I guess it gets a little bit hectic. But I really like the Antiochian because they're probably the closest to um, dialoguing and uh, being in uh, kindness with uh, poor Catholics. That, that's what I would say. Uh, because Baptists, are, they, they used to say they're welcome to learn. Uh, how, you know, how are they going to evangelize if, if people can't study what they believe? And how are you going to just say, oh yeah, just go pick up random books? No, things should be organized and there should be people continuing traditions. So that that whole thing, these unapproachable programs, uh, I'm not trying to be like a, 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 one of the roots of the Baptist pundit. Uh, just seems like uh, a lot of these, especially the MDs, for men, for men coming from other faith traditions with like really good, uh, well, maybe if I had my full MDs from another faith tradition, it would, maybe that would be better, but it, it honestly looks like there's, there's a, uh, resistance to that, which is totally fine, it's a faith tradition thing, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, I, I don't know, because I don't think people are trying to come from perspectives that, you know, maybe there are, maybe there are people with bad intentions that are not just trying to learn about the faith and uh, <laughs> lead in their communities with that faith, you know. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's just I guess it's a debate on uh, how to evangelize. I guess um, how to maybe maybe you know to a degree it's a way to how, you know how to conserve the truth because honestly I, at this point I'm like, do are you guys? Baptist? Because if you don't want to conserve your truth and create legitimate uh, leadership, whether it's the you know multiple traditional churches that are, have very difficult entrance, and, and you know, and then the, the entrance will be absolutely accessible to people with no business um, getting involved um, you know spiritually they, they have no business uh, especially in the Roman Catholic Church no offense but like since the 1940s a doctor uh, 
Father Ripperger, uh, he talked about how there's a document from, I think, the 40s that said they are not to accept any more homosexual uh, priests into their programs. And I would like I would like them to put out some studies and, and just really find out are there people that have are struggling with that or have dealt with that and and not only that but have they sought out like a some kind of help like what kind of help have they got or 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 is it like you know um cultic phenomenon tendency that's continuing because there's not that kind of integrity and maybe uh just know a consideration in the uh, you know acceptance uh where they where they actually accept people into studies so anyway uh that is a whole kit caboodle for me um but and it's it's like i know god's in control at the same time and he he knows some of the stuff feels petty and it seems ridiculous and petty and, and there's lots of other people that probably feel that way or see that from different angles. Um, you know, if I was a... Now, from the other perspective, because we have friends that are actually in similar situations that are female, and um, I will say... Uh, I, you know, I, I, I will say that... the. That would be difficult if you wanted to, like, use an MDiv as a female. Because uh, I'd say pretty much 99% of uh, faith traditions would kind of... Uh, probably gear you more towards, like, a third order um, mother uh, of the faith kind of uh, disposition but who knows how that would actually be extremely successful though I mean all these people that are doing stuff are usually kind of trying to uh, you don't see priests really putting out a lot of you know big information and stuff because of the hierarchy, which is good, and, and I don't know, Father Mike Schmidt, like, I imagine he probably has some kind of, like, special, uh, something from the Pope, probably, giving him the ability to do what he's doing, um, which is good, I, everybody likes it, and, and even, like, the stuff I like to follow, Father, uh, Heilman, uh, who's not as inquisitive as Father Mike Schmidt, uh, but uh, it's it's like a different kind of masculinity, almost, uh, or, or fatherliness, because um, it's kind of like uh, <laughs> like uh, you know more. 
kind of relatable. I think Father Heilman, one of his strengths is he's kind of, he's like, he's like a typical, really, a good dad that is trying to help people and with that kind of compassion of, you know, and I only follow him on uh, podcasts and stuff, but still it's uh, valuable stuff. And then Father Mike Schmidt, he's, he's like the dad that, you know, has the prize-winning uh, children <laughs> because, but you know, they need they need those friends uh, that have the dad that's very uh, uh, kind of just up with the times and not not just trying to win the race, but maybe just trying to talk to the person walking at the <clears throat> pro-life rally. You know, that's more like the Heilman kind of, and then the Mike Schmitz. He's the guy, you know, running security, but that's what it seems like. Like, or he's the guy, like, uh, he organized the entire thing. <laughs> so that's kind of the kind of the picture I get of those two teaching uh, dispositions. You know, obviously the one is actually good teaching from Father Mike Schmitz, and. and Father Heilman actually has good teaching as well, um, and he also has, his his are more, you know, just book references and such, um, but some of the people he has on uh, have really good books, they're helping a lot of people, whether it's popular piety stuff, or, um, or just, you know, the conversation of ideas of conservatism, uh, you know, I don't think it's full on, but... And then, you know, having, having, uh, working with a lay person, that's kind of cool in the process. Uh, so anyway, these are some good podcasts out there. I, I mean, they're kind of catchy. Uh, I don't know. There's probably better stuff, but, um, and, uh, I, I like, uh, Lord of Spirits as well. That's one that kind of answered some of my questions today with uh, Antiochians uh, as far as like them being the Church of Antioch. I don't know. Like so, but there's there's a difference because there's the Melkites, which probably consider themselves Antiochian, which I already know that they're basically Catholic. But then there's there's the Antiochian Orthodox, and it's it's. It's interesting because I don't know. <laughs> there's just, but then there's I love it. There's like there's there's these little physical places that are really cool that I've heard about that are more on the Orthodox side for like the Antiochians, but then more on the um, Catholic side. There's tons of physical places that just kind of fall into. Um, acceptance with the maybe more like the Malkites. Uh, um, and then I like the Byzantines too because they're, uh, but I, I think, I don't know, maybe they can be too academic at times um, in the Byzantines. But that, that's good too because you need, I guess you need the balanced checks and balances. I don't know. But then I think just like the lay people life 
that that's a whole other aspect too. And then there's context behind everything. So that's very interesting. A lot of interesting stuff. Things that it's honestly we probably won't know all the details until we get to the other side and um or whatnot. Or uh see Jesus and so I don't know, I'm just trying to uh I guess pursuit of the sacraments but um it's an interesting kind of thought process when you're dealing with family and and just going through the motions with daily life and trying to have some kind of vision for life. Um, yeah, when you spend a lot of time doing, you know, one thing or another and just pray that it pays off someday. Um in some kind of way. Uh, so that's the thing I'm really trying to maybe I should probably tighten up on a lot of areas and uh, we should all focus on our own walks with God and holiness so that it'll help help each other through uh, just uh, not not even doing it to be seen especially but to do it to actually spiritually help the environment for each other so just working on you know the log out of your own eye and not this like keep up with the joneses thing but you know maybe you put a fence up not a fence but maybe you paint you clean your house and it doesn't mean everybody else got to clean your house but it makes it look good where you're at Cause, and then it's done and you don't have to, it's one less thing, you know, to do, um, to make the neighborhood look a little better or, uh, you know, some people actually don't even have siding at all, but I don't know. The whole concept of siding is kind of stupid anyway. It's better to have, uh, what's it called? Um. better to just do uh they got this new rock siding kind of cool but i don't know shalom uh i was on airplane mode so i actually got half of this podcast done but um i think last time i probably was trying to talk about like budgeting and stuff so i don't know but uh don't know the best way to go sometimes just studying hard and doing what's right save 10 percent uh tithe 10 (sighs) percent and uh live off 80 percent or save more if you can i guess is the idea and uh Yeah, Dave Ramsey stuff. (laughs) But yeah, shalom.